Welcome back to another Tasty Morsels of Critical Care podcast and in a further scandalous departure from the Bible that is O's Manual, today we're going to look at a chapter of verified Irish critical care legend Martin Tobin's huge mechanical uh, ventilation textbook. I have made it through about five chapters of this beast and it is undoubtedly comprehensive. Anyhow, today we'll look at nitric oxide covering Tobin's chapter 61. So nitric oxide is a colourless, odourless gas that exists in the atmosphere anywhere between 10 and 500 parts per billion, and the emphasis is on billion with a B here. Oddly, it exists in quite high concentration in the nasal sinuses, where it has been found at concentrations of up to 30 parts per million with an M, which is in the therapeutic range, and it seems that it has some kind of antimicrobial role here in the snot factory. Uh, nitric oxide is generated by the enzymatic actions of the practical named nitric oxide Ah, nitric oxide synthase enzyme. So how does it work in the lungs? Well, the basic principle is that when nitric oxide reaches an alveolus, it encourages more blood to flow past that alveolus. Thus, it improves matching of ventilation with perfusion, otherwise termed as improving VQ matching. The hope is that in doing so, it will also divert blood away from non-ventilated alveoli, reducing shunt. And then a wonderfully patient-oriented mechanism, it becomes inert as it traverses the alveolar blood membrane, thus taking care of its own clearance and prevention systemic side effects. At least that's the theory. There are a few potential indications for nitric in the intensive care unit. So persistent pulmonary hypertension of the newborn, where it seems to substantially reduce the need for ECMO. I know most of us aren't doing neonatal ICU, but sure it's there. Uh, RV dysfunction, particularly in the context of cardiac surgery or for primary graft dysfunction in lung transplant. It has been definitively shown to reduce pulmonary artery pressures in this scenario, but not necessarily mortality. In this scenario, it's often that it can be used at much higher doses than an ARDS of even doses up to 100 parts per million. In ARDS, which is where we're mostly going to reach for it, it's usually at a fixed dose of 20 parts per million. It's probably better in pulmonary ARDS, so in other words, in pneumonia or an aspiration, rather than in secondary causes of ARDS, such as, for example, pancreatitis. No study has found a definitive benefit, and it can be used as a brief trial at 20 parts per million in refractory hypoxemia, and you'd be looking for about a 20% increase in the PaO2 um, to be defined as a responder, and only about 50% of patients will respond. Beyond the hassle of setting it up, getting all the plumbing and the ventilator right, are there any issues with giving it? Well, glad you asked. There are indeed a few concerns. Nitric dioxide. So nitric dioxide is the evil cousin of nitric oxide that can cause pulmonary edema and hemorrhage. And it can be formed uh, with high concentrations of nitric oxide and oxygen together. And the machine is kind of built to monitor for this thing. There is often rebound hypoxemia after withdrawal, probably related to the suppression of native nitric oxide synthase. synthase. Sometimes it can feel that you're you're stuck in a homeopathic doses of nitric oxide trying to wean it off safely. Methemoglobinemia can be an issue as a byproduct of nitric oxide and um, binding to hemoglobin at the alveolar membrane. This is mentioned, but it's not something I've actually seen in real life. It is thought to impair platelet, ag- platelet aggregation. However, clinically a variety of anti and procoagulant effects have been noted, and there is probably a definite association um, between AKI and nitric oxide in the ARDS trials of unclear mechanism. The references here, um, probably worth looking for, are Tobin's Principle and Practice of Mechanical Ventilation, Chapter 61, and Life in the Fast Lane, as always, has a nice article on this. Until next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.